Coming up today, we take a deep dive into the top 10 mistakes people make planning for retirement. Atixis just released a survey of advisors to find out what they see as the most common mistakes people make, and we'll offer some tips to avoid them. Welcome in to Sound Path Through Retirement with Ben Koval and Matt Leibarker. Welcome to the show. This is Sound Path Through Retirement. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. And here to help you take charge of your money is Ben Cole, Matt Leibarger. They're with SoundPath Retirement Strategies, over 10 years experience. Thank you for joining us on 97.3 Cairo News Radio, spending part of your Sunday morning with us. A little bit about Ben and Matt. They are fiduciaries, which means by law have to have the best interest of their clients. And all the things we talk about each week are the things that you are going to want to talk to Ben and Matt about when you meet with them, because as a retiree or pre-retiree, we know these topics are on your mind, whether it's retirement income strategies, wealth accumulation, asset protection, life insurance, and so much more. I'd like them to welcome the guys in. Hey, how are we doing today, boys? We're doing great, Gary. How are you? Good. Ready for a great show? Oh, uh, yeah. Well, it's not me, so we'll get a no. It's, it's this show. <laughs> so not, not another show. It's this show. All right. Planning for retirement is challenging at best. Now, financial advisors around the country were surveyed by the money management firm to Texas to find out what they think some of the biggest retirement planning mistakes are. Mistakes, I've made a few. It sounds like the old Frank Sinatra, My Way song, but you guys are way too <laughs> way too young for that. Way too young. Yeah, way too way young. Way too so young. So let's start with the first one, and then I'll have you guys roll through it. Uh, the first one is a biggie, underestimating the impact of inflation. Yeah, this one was cited by 49% of advisors. Inflation, unless you've been living under a rock, that's been something that everybody's been talking about. Mm -hmm. You know, we've had Social Security was up over 8% last year, which is huge for people retired, but yeah. it's not so great for people that are trying to go and buy eggs at the grocery store. And inflation is one of those things that really uniquely targets retirees. Uh, you know, last time that we had really bad inflation metrics, we're here in the, the 70s and 80s. And, you know, there was, you do the math on it. You know, early 70s, if you had one dollar and you put it and buried it under your mattress and you pull that shiny dollar out, you know, 10 years later in the early 80s, that same dollar spendable power is now 40 something cents, yeah, like 48 half, cents. Right. Yeah. It's an insane amount of decreased purchasing power because of inflation. And so a lot of times when uh, retirees get to this stage, they don't quite take into account what that inflation metric can eat into, especially over the long term. You know, inflation is not something that you typically hear or, or really feel in the first five years, something you feel in 15 or 20. So you need to make sure that whatever you plan for does include inflation. And unfortunately, some of the side notes of what we've got right now today, the best hedge on inflation are going to be things like hard, tangible assets like real estate. It's a great hedge on inflation, but also stock accounts typically have a great hedge on inflation. You just got to worry about the volatility tied to that. Yeah. And time horizon, right? Yeah. Yeah. Time horizon, of course. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, another one is underestimating how long you live. So th this was cited by 46% of advisors. And and this is the good old longevity risk, right? We all want to live forever. But then when it comes to spending our money in retirement, I, I think people then start to wonder how, how long are they going to be around? So yeah, savings, you might look and think, well, I, I, I can last a decade or two. Okay, but what about three? What what about more, right? Like, what about 30 years or more? So many of those surveyed said that this should actually be number one. It just didn't quite make it there. But couples kind of have a tendency to underestimate what we call um, joint longevity. So 
For females, for those listening, the average 65-year-old can expect to live on average about 86 years old. And and and, and men, I apologize, you, you got a little shorter lifespan. It's about, it's about 83 is the average if you've made it to 65. But here's a little interesting kink is about 50%. Uh, you have about a 50% chance that at least one of you in a couple is going to make it to 90. Yeah. And so if, if you don't plan for the long term, and this is why Ben and I, we always plan everyone's retirement out to age 100. Not because we think everyone's going to live that long. Uh, Gary will, but the rest of us might not. <laughs> don't know about uh, but, <laughs> but we don't want to be surprised where you outlive your money. So that, that, that's a very important thing. It, to think. You know, guys, I want to uh, jump And You know, if if my wife and I uh, live together till 90, it won't happen because someone will kill somebody. I got to tell you, <laughs> it's going to be over quickly. You know, there'll be the, the police tape outside the door. Yeah, he had to go. You know, that's all there is. Uh, by the way, this is uh, Sound Path Through Retirement. I am Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate with us every week at this time. Ben Koval, Matt Lieberger, and they are with SoundPath Retirement Strategies. Thank you for joining us on 97.3 Cairo News Radio. And I want to give you the phone number so you can get on their calendar. It is 877-249-6900. 877-249-6900. You deserve a more confident plan through retirement. That's why you need to get a hold of Ben and uh, Matt, and we'll talk more about that in a little bit. But let's get back to uh, the survey from the Texas. What do we have next? So these top three really go hand in hand, right? The first one was talking inflation. The second one was talking longevity risk. And really part of the risk on inflation is how long you live, that compounding effect of the pricing increases. But the third one also goes hand in hand with overestimating what your investment income can do. This is 42% of advisors say that, that clients underestimate this. And it's true that uh, a lot of clients that come in will have an expectation of what their assets can produce, either through you know, something arbitrary like the 4% rule or just based off of their budget saying, I need to draw this much money and this is what I'm going to do. Uh, but uh, again, the issue being that maybe drawing forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 out of your assets works right now. But when everything gets more expensive in 10 years, that forty, fifty thousand $50,000 no longer cuts it. Mm-hmm. And so if you are overestimating what your investments can do for you and you haven't worked through the math of what they can actually do for you, then that can run into a lot of problems combined with longevity risk, combined with inflation risk. So all of these kind of have to go hand in hand when it comes to overall planning. And really what it comes down to is actually creating a plan. You know, you can avoid all of these issues, the biggest problems that we see with uh, with people planning for retirement simply by structuring a plan, an understanding of what your income is going to be, where it's coming from, what the taxation is of that income, and how it all correlates with an appropriate time horizon. Yeah. And and uh, not not only are they overestimating their income, because that's a huge thing, their investment income, but also I think that there's a change in people's minds when they go into retirement, and it has to do with fear, right? We've talked about this yeah. many weeks. And, and it has to do with being too conservative in their investments as they approach retirement, mm-hmm. five, 10 years out, and then even in retirement. So 41% of advisors brought this up as, as a key issue. And this is the idea, especially especially after 2022, right? This is the idea of holding too much of your portfolio in cash or deposits. You're scared of the market. So you invest too little in longer-term investments. Remember, we just said you might outlive what you think, you know, your your longevity. And so this mainly means stocks. So while we looked, we talked, uh, we've talked before about, I don't remember how many weeks back, but we talked about diversification and asset allocation. Um, 
you, you want diversification, but within each asset allocation. Yeah. So you still need some money in stocks. You don't want your entire retirement plan just to be, you know, the gold buried in the backyard, uh, you know, but you got to have time. And that goes back to inflation as well. Staying in the stock market is a great hedge against long-term inflation. So uh, don't be too conservative, yet at the same time with your investments, right? Don't live in fear. But at the same time, of course, take your risk uh, tolerance in, in, uh, as a major factor. Well, I think that's the other side of that coin is being greedy. It, you know, fear and greed. Fear and Those greed. are the biggest issues. So I have some clients that come in and say, oh, yeah, I've got all of my money in a great earning account. Well, what is it? It's a 2% you know, money market account or whatever it's been. Mm-hmm. And going, well, okay that's losing to inflation here, but it is safer, right? So that's the fear side. But I also have just as many clients coming to me and they've got all of their funds in eight stocks. And so when I read through a list like this, uh, you know, you check it off going, yep, yep, yep. But all of that gets relieved through, you know, an actual strategic plan. And that's what we focus on with clients, right? As we sit down and we we figure out what is your specific goal? What are you trying to achieve? Uh, what's your income goal? What's your gifting goal? What about your taxation issues? How do you end up create a strategic process on what you're going to invest, how you're going to invest, and what that time horizon ends up looking like? And so we always create about 10 or so slots opening during our, our radio show programs to be able to have clients call in to get on our calendar. Now, of course, we're on the air, so we might not be able to take your call right away as you call in, but Uh, leave a message. We'll shoot you a call back. We'll get you on the calendar to sit down for a completely complimentary review of where you are, what you're looking for, and how we can help. So what we typically do on these strategy sessions is first an analysis of your current situation. So where are you currently invested? What are the fees associated with those investments? And is it a junk drawer? Do you just have a bunch of random investments, but no holistic process? Or is it something more cohesive? Second, we'll perform a tax analysis, tell you how much you have in paying taxes throughout the the rest of your retirement and how we can minimize some of these tax impacts. And then third, we'll give you a personalized long-term financial retirement and income plan to help you achieve your goals. You know, confidence is a powerful tool, especially Mm -hmm. approaching retirement. And it's a scary time. Retiring is scary. There's, There's no doubt about it, but you can alleviate some of those fears by having a firm understanding of what you're investing in and how you're going to be investing. Now, also, if you call in, we'll give you a copy of my book, The Little Book of Big Answers for Retirement Planning Success. I wrote this book specifically to help clients answer some basic questions through retirement planning. Some basic questions like, do I need a financial advisor? What about required minimum distributions? How do I minimize taxes? We'll do that all for as a thank you for coming in. All right. The number to call is 877-249-6900, 877-249-6900. Our goal at the show here is to help you make the best decisions So any questions about what we're talking about, how it may apply to your own situation, just get a hold of Ben and Matt. They're standing by at SoundPath Retirement Strategies, 877-249-6900. I know, sitting around the kitchen table and having a little coffee this morning. Uh, You deserve a more confident plan for retirement. And it starts by picking up that phone and get a hold of Ben, 877. And Matt, don't forget about Matt, 877-249-6900. By the way, Ben, type that book on an old Remington compu- uh, t- uh, typewriter. It's amazing. Yeah. You just, you know, uh, some of the keys were missing, so there might be a, a letter or two missing, but it's okay. You'll get the you'll get the gist of it. It's okay. It's no good. E's, but no, nobody no needs e's. that letter anyway. The E's of no- <laughs> 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 needs 26 letters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Of course. How silly is that? All right. We're going to take a break. We'll be back with more uh, Sound Path to Retirement with Ben and Matt in just a moment. What's coming up next, guys? 
Well, I want to continue on this list, so we're going to go through some of the back end of the, the survey. Welcome back to the show. The show is Sound Path to Retirement. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. With me, like they are every week at this time, Ben Koval, Matt Lieberger. They're with Sound Path Retirement Strategies. Thank you for spending part of your Sunday morning with us, 97.3 Cairo News Radio. By the way, uh, the company that owns uh, Cairo, I have not been fired from. I just want to let you know. Uh, in my radio career, I've been fired five times, but we'll talk about that at some other time because <laughs> the show's about you guys and not me. So anyway, uh, a little bit about Matt and uh, Ben, over 10 years experience. They are fiduciaries, which means by law, they have to have the best interest of their clients. And the things we talk about on the show, seriously, here are the things that we know retirees, these things are on your mind. They're on your radar. Retirement income strategies, wealth accumulation, asset protection, long-term care strategies, and so much more. So you know, you know what we're going to do? We're going to uh, switch it up a little bit here. We're going to keep going through this survey because uh, Honestly, this is really fascinating. This survey was done by uh, Natixis. They asked financial advisors around the country some of the biggest retirement planning mistakes. And we got through, I guess, the first four. So let's keep going. Uh, number five, setting unrealistic return expectations. Oh, so common. So common. We'll have clients coming in. And actually, Natixis said that the average client expectation from advisors is a return of 17.5% per year. Wow. Where are you going to get that? Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uranium mines off of Peru. Um, <laughs> it's not uh, It's not realistic. You know, even advisors themselves are expecting pretty high. They're expecting 7% above inflation. Yeah. Which is, it's rough. And this kind of goes hand in hand with where I feel a lot of people run into problems. You know, we talked fear and greed. But another issue is that people view uh, view the market in a short memory. And so what people remember, you know, if, if you take last year, you take 2022 out, what people remember is 2010 to 2021. Great years. Fantastic. Yeah. Right. You, such a big growth, you know, and so you, you kind of focus on that and then 17 and a half percent doesn't seem like that unrealistic of an expectation, but let's, you know, look back since 2000, 2000 to 2020, you know, 20 year horizon you're looking at market returns of right around six to 7% per year. If you look at the market average, it's roughly about eight. Mm -hmm. And so 17 and a half percent, not a realistic expectation mark. And this kind of, again, goes hand in hand also with the unrealistic income expectations. Yeah. If you're expecting your accounts to grow 17% per year, well, if that was the case and it was consistent, then Matt and I are out of jobs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, it's just easy. Well, I'm playing the lottery, point. so yeah, yeah, we'll retire go, next week. Go yeah, to the racetrack or the casino there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just makes it so easy. And so the return expectations need to be muted. And when it comes to an actual plan, your return expectations need to be significantly lower than what the actual return is. Yeah. You know, if you end up planning in money in the market, it's better to plan on a 6% return than an 8% return. Definitely not a 17% return. <laughs> you know, if you can end up structuring a plan that makes sense income wise, having that lower return, then when it does go up higher, you're great. You know, it's extra money. Go on a different trip, go first class, whatever, but it's tougher to pull that back. Yeah. Plan conservatively, right? Well, and, and, and another uh, item that was cited in the survey uh, had to do with health care costs. And I, I know we've hounded this uh, a num number of times. Uh, forgetting to factor in health care costs is a 
big issue when it comes to people first initially thinking retirement. And this can go a couple different ways, but generally, uh, you know, a, a lot of people think that, uh, you know, they're planning their trips because they're go-go years. They want to do, do their things up front. And many people initially think I'll take more money out at the beginning because that's when I want it. And uh, Ben, I think you even mentioned a few weeks ago that, no, yeah, at the beginning, you're spending more money on the fun trips. And later, you might be at home, you know, watching Wheel of Fortune and, and eating your bonbons, but you have higher medical costs, right? Right. So uh, it really comes back to structuring uh, an income that will work, and it takes into account healthcare costs. So according to one survey, uh, the average 65-year-old couple who retire in 2022, it's estimated they're going to need about $315,000 to cover uh, future healthcare costs. So this is something that you have to budget for, think about a pocket expenses like deductibles, co-payments, co-insurance. Uh, Medicare is nice, but you might need to add some supplementals. So these are all things that uh, we have to look at we don't want to forget. Hey, uh, by the way, guys, uh, it's uh, not the, the bomb bombs. It's bourbon and Oreos for me. It's a great combination. You should you should try it. By the way, the show is Sound Path Retirement. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. With me, Ben Koval, Matt Lieberger, with us each week on this time at 97.3 Cairo News Radio. I want to give you the phone number. It's uh, vitally important you take a moment and get a hold of Ben and Matt because you deserve a more confident plan for retirement. It all starts by picking up that phone, and they'll put together a plan for you. No cost, no obligation. 877-249-6900. 877-249-6900. So make sure you get on their calendar. This way you can get moving forward on a great plan. Let's see. We're going through uh, all of these now. And let's see. Number seven would be failing to understand income sources. What's explain that to us, guys. Well, historically, you know, you look at your parents and your grandparents, what was their retirement built on? You know, it's, it's always called a three-legged stool. It would be first, social security, second, your savings, and third, you know, the mythical pension. pension. Now, some people have pensions. If you were with <laughs> Boeing or, you know, the government agencies, you'll have some level of pension. Good for you. But most people don't. And uh, it's definitely not going to be the bulk of what your overall retirement is. At this point, it's a two-legged stool, and Social Security covers a fraction of what your actual income is going to need. So it has to be covered through what your savings was, your investment side of things. But also, even like Social Security, failing to understand income sources means failing to in understand the impact of taking income sources at different times. Uh, there's a lot of misinformation about like Social Security. Uh, you know, we can go into a whole hour talking about how social security's problems and is it going to go bankrupt spoiler i don't really think it will but that being said the somebody taking social security at 62 because they're scared it's not going to be around for them or for whatever the case might be compared to somebody who waits and takes it at 70 that's almost an 80 percent difference per month between 62 and 70 and remember social security is a cost of living compounding vehicle so like last year when it was up 8%, if you're taking it 62, that 8% is a whole lot less than if you were waiting until 70. And that will be a, a significant more impactful compounding element. Now, of course, if you have a terminal illness, don't wait till 70. You're probably not going to make the break even of 80, 81. But those types of decision points need to be considered when it comes to creating what an income source is and what your plan needs to look like. Yeah, and with Social Security uh, – Often people will overestimate how much will that, you know, you talk about the three pronged, like, you know, the three legged chair and now two legged. Um, some people over rely on social security and, and picking the right time and the strategy of when to draw is important as been saying, but, but 
don't think that that is i mean there are actually let me let me stop there are some people i've met who can survive just on social security god bless them most people cannot uh the social security administration reports that uh the the average benefit for retirees is, is about 20,000 a year and for about two-fifths of people over 65 their social security benefit accounts uh for at least half of their income um but, you know, even if you're more prosperous and you're making more, that's fine. But you do have to consider the idea that things like Medicare are, are you know, that's not going to cover your long-term care. You know, Social Security alone is is something that many of us investment advisors have seen that people rely too heavily on w- w- when they're planning. Yeah, absolutely. When it comes to retirement, it's a lot like puzzle pieces. So some people will take the puzzle, they'll dump it in the junk drawer, and that's, that's their plan. But no, there, there's actually supposed to be a picture here. There's supposed to be a way to structure, uh, you know, something that's a little bit neater that gets you sleeping better at night. And that's what we focus on is how do these puzzle pieces connect together? These are things like social security. When should we draw? How should we draw? What about risk? How much risk are you taking? Are you okay with what that risk might look like and the pros and cons of it? You know, when it comes to investments, there's not really good or bad investments, but there's trade-offs. So are you comfortable with the trade-offs and that risk and volatility metric that you have? What about fees? How much are you paying in your investments and how much are you paying to your investment advisor? If you are paying a percent management fee to that advisor, you're likely paying too much, especially if you have over two or $300,000, then you're probably paying too much going to a percent management advisor. Talk to somebody who's hourly rate like we are. Taxes. How are your taxes going to be structuring in? How does that end up connecting as the whole for what your goals are both in your life and in what your beneficiaries are going to inherit? And then how are your income, how's your income going to come in with inflation and return expectations? What about long-term care? All of these pieces need to be put together in a way that you can visually see what your retirement is going to look like. That's how clients can sleep better at night as they walk through this stage of life. So, you know, like I said earlier, is we always leave a handful of spots open for clients to call in to get a completely complimentary review. How do your, how's your puzzle looking? Do all the pieces fit where they need to? If they don't, let's talk about how we can fit some of these pieces in better. Now, the plans usually work best for clients that have over three or $400,000, but we never turn anyone away that's going to sit down and actually want to have a conversation about these things. So if you call in, we'll give you a copy of my book, Little Book of Big Answers for Retirement Planning Success. And if you don't get through to a live person when you call, that's okay. Leave a message. We'll call you back. Either we're on the phone or we're on the air. So make sure you leave a message. We'll get back to you and get you scheduled. All right, the number is 877-249-6900. Great advice, Ben. 877-249-6900. This is your chance to benefit from a personalized retirement plan. Call right now. We still have a limited number of availabilities on our calendar this week. The consultation is offered at no cost or no obligation. They're standing by at Sound Path Retirement Strategies. Ben and Matt want to talk to you. Their team is standing by, like I said, 877-249-6900 because you deserve a more confident plan for retirement. It all starts by picking up the phone. Nothing's going to change until you do that. 877-249-6900. We are going to take a short break back with more of Sound Path Through Retirement with Ben and Matt in just a moment. What's coming up next, guys? Will you be better or worse off in retirement than your parents or grandparents? When we come back, the results of a survey with some startling facts about planning for retirement. Hi there. 
Welcome back. The show is Sound Path to Retirement. With me is Ben Koval, Matt Lieberger, and I'd like to welcome you in. I'm Gary Nolan, your consumer advocate, and thank you for joining us, spending part of your Sunday morning with us on 97.3 Cairo News Radio. A little bit about Ben and Matt, over 10 years' experience. They are fiduciaries, which means by law, they have to have the best interest of their clients. By the way, that, that's a really important distinction when you're looking for a financial advisor. You want to keep that in mind. And the things we talk about on the show each week are the things you're going to speak with men, Ben and Matt about when you meet with them because we know these things are on your mind, whether it's retirement income strategies, wealth accumulation, long-term care strategies, tax minimization. All these topics have already come up today. So let's get back into the show now. It only stands to reason that retirement for future generations will be different than it is today. Uh, but what do we think it's going to look like? Now, we got the results of a report from insurance company Agon. So kind of a, another survey here, guys, but... This one's got some great information, not that the other one didn't, but let's get uh, this one going. I'll start you guys off. First, some basic facts about our aging population. Yeah, just look at some basic facts that might surprise some people. So in, in 1950, there were 205 million people over the age of 60. And 1950 is not that long ago. In 2017, there were already almost 1 billion people age 60 and older, nearly a five-fold increase. Um, what's more is it's estimated that by 2050, the group will comprise $2.1 billion. And that's according to the United Nations uh, projections. So just the sheer amount of people in the world uh, is, is, is growing astronomically. Absolutely. Another issue that you have coming in here. So they're talking about loss of faith in the government. Who loses faith? Yeah. Come on, man. Come on. It's our government. <laughs> they yeah. will always take care of us. Always take yes, care of us. Right, They're always right. in our best interest. I'm from they the government, and I'm here to help. <laughs> yeah. Did you say they are fiduciaries? They are, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. In the way that bankers and brokers are fiduciaries. <laughs> now, uh, about half of those surveyed by Agon believes that future retirees will be worse off in retirement than their parents. Uh, but part of this has to do with you know Social Security. So over 90% say that governments need to do something to address Social Security the cost of it and the viability of it. And I mean, truthfully, it should be a hundred percent. You know, we've all heard that social security is going to go bankrupt or be worth, you know, 70% of what it is now here in 2032. And it's true. There are issues with social security that need to be fixed by the government. But the most startling issue here is that the government shouldn't be your main source of retirement income. It never was really meant for that. It was meant to hedge you for a couple of years and then you pass away at 64 and, you know, that, that's it. Now we have people living till 85, like Matt was saying earlier. So Social Security needs to take a bigger weight of it. It does need to be fixed and the government's job is to fix that. But those same people who said that over 90% that Social Security needs to be fixed, barely 40% of them that have a 401k option contribute to it. Yeah. And so if you don't have a, if you don't contribute to your own retirement and you're expecting the government to cover you, you're going to be in trouble. Make sure you take matters into your own hands a bit here as you end up planning for retirement. Yeah. You know, a, another interesting part that came out in the survey is people's expectations today of not really having either any retirement or just only having partial re retirement for the rest of their life. And this has to do with people kind of negatively or whatever, kind of thinking they're going to work until they drop. And, um, you know, in this, uh, on average, according to this survey, respondents estimated that they're going to need 68% of their current income 
before retirement in order to finance a comfortable retirement. And some of these are realistic enough to, you know, exactly what Ben was saying. They know that they can't rely on the government and social security. And so, uh, you know, a quarter of those, a quarter of those surveyed uh, believe that uh, only, you know, that they're, they're going to actually be able to achieve that level, but often it's because they're going to keep working. Wow. Uh, either full-time or part-time. That's crazy. And, and one thing that Ben and I always, <laughs> yeah. And one thing we always talk with people about is that's okay. Cause that's a shift in our thinking. But what we find is some of the happiest uh, retirees are people that end up working or doing something because they want to, right? Right. It might be some volunteer work. It might be something that they love. They can supplement their, their retirement income, but no longer they are they at the will of the man, right? But they're doing something they enjoy. So man. that might be a part of life. Yeah. Work until you drop. I, yeah. I, I don't know, about, but, but that's going to be me. Yeah, we're talking about me there. You know? <laughs> oh, definitely. By the way, uh, this is uh, Sound Path Through Retirement. I'm your consumer advocate, Gary Nolan. With me, Ben Koval, Matt Lieberger. They are with Sound Path Retirement Strategies. I want to give you the phone number to get on their calendar because you deserve a more confident plan for retirement. Here's the phone number. Well, I wish I knew about you guys 20 years ago. I'd be in good shape. Uh, 877-249-6900. 877-249-6900. And that's the number. You deserve a more confident plan for retirement. Get on the phone right now. They're standing by at Soundpath Retirement Strategies. 877-249-6900. Don't worry, guys. I'm not retiring. I'm, I'm hanging with you guys for as long as I can, okay? <laughs> you're, you're not allowed to retire. Gary. I know. I know. Well, you know <laughs> lay off the bourbon and Oreos on the couch and you'll probably get in shape just fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to start jogging. Yeah. There I go. All right. Uh, the next one is, uh, and this is interesting because it seems so simple, but it's not knowing how to invest. Right. Yeah. I want to tell a, a quick story. I've said this before, but this goes back to the work till you drop thing is I had a client once that came to me that was terrified of retirement. They had a couple million dollars and a pension even, and social security 70 years old still working just terrified that they wouldn't be able to make it last with you know market conditions as they are you know we showed them a plan structured the plan for what their income can look like created consistency and time horizons and took into consideration taxes all of that and then as he was getting ready to retire ended up getting diagnosed with cancer yeah right and this is really what it comes down to when it comes to retirement planning is that your most precious commodity is time once health goes out the window, nothing else matters. And so make sure that you're not working past the point where you're able to enjoy what your retirement is supposed to be. You worked for decades. You know, if you need to work because of income, that's fine. Let's figure out a way to get you doing what you'd like to do, maybe less stress, but still getting the income that you need. If you have the income to be able to retire, walk out the door. It's scary, but a plan can help alleviate some of those fears, but just make sure that you're enjoying your time. Now, going over to the not knowing how to invest, this is a very common one. Uh, a lot of times, and this isn't bad, uh, you know, I, I usually say that when you were in your 20s, 30s, and 40s, you created a retirement plan for yourself, whether it's purposeful or not. It might have been that you were just going to dump money into a 401k, put it in a target date fund, and hope for the best. That is a fine strategy in your 20s, 30s, and 40s. It might have been that you actually woke up every day at 4 in the morning to you know read the market tea leaves and decide how you're going <laughs> to trade for that day. And that's usually a little less fine, but it still could be fine as uh, you end up structuring this through. But now that you're getting towards retirement, that you need to be more specific. You need to figure out how are you going to invest into this phase of life because it's different. You're turning a corner. You're no longer just about accumulation. You're about accumulation and distribution. You need to draw from your assets to be able to live. So your investment philosophy needs to change accordingly. You can't be 
all in Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, Google, and have a consistency of your income. Mm -hmm. So you'll need to make sure that you turn that corner, both on your investment philosophy and how you invest. Well, and uh, that, that's, that's perfect advice, Ben. I, I want to go back to something you just said about that client you had, because uh, you've told the story a couple of times now that I've heard it with the person who's scared to retire and turns out they get cancer, right? Yeah. And, and you're right. The number one thing we have is uh, that we need is, is time and, and health. Uh, that actually showed up on the survey. So the survey we're talking about, um, it's on people's minds. Half of those surveyed say that declining health is a major concern for retirement. So many people, uh, according to the survey, uh, worried that they'll not be able to remain active in retirement, right? If they're used to having an active lifestyle, that can really change you. Uh, they're particularly concerned about developing some form of dementia. Uh, I've experienced that in, in my family. Uh, over a third of current retirees say they had to retire sooner than they planned. And the number one reason for it, health problems, yeah. right? Um, so, you know, and, and what's interesting, while it's on everyone's mind, less than half the people surveyed said they'd actually taken the cost of healthcare into account in making plans for facing retirement. So we know it, we're scared of it, but we're not planning for it. Well, we're also scared too. We don't know how to plan for it. I mean, that's what I tend to find with clients is they don't know exactly what they need to plan for or what the cost is going to look like, or even the percentages. Yeah. You know, if you take a look at like long-term care costs, uh, there's, there's a handful of deceptive things in long-term care and the insurance industry, you know, surprise, surprise that I take exception to. What? <laughs> One of them is this, this stat and you'll hear it from people randomly is that 70% of all Americans spend time in a long-term care facility. And sure, but most people live until they die, which, you know, sounds like the stupidest thing ever. But what I mean by that, most people, <laughs> <laughs> what I mean is that most people don't have a long drawn out death process. Uh, a lot of times you're living, something happens to you and now you've passed away. I'll give you an example that I'm going through right now. So my grandmother is turning 89 in a week or so. And she was at the hairdresser and been living by herself for a number of years. Very independent woman, you know, doesn't usually eat the best, but she's, she was doing fine. The hairdresser said, oh yeah, did you hear about the, the flu that's going around? And my grandmother goes, oh man, I really don't want to have the flu. So in her mind, it was a good idea to not eat or drink anything so that she didn't have to throw it up as she inevitably gets the flu. This is a woman who just essentially wakes up, hangs around the house, goes to bed. And she was convinced she might get the she flu. She was convinced she was going to get the flu. And she didn't want to throw up. Didn't eat, didn't drink anything. And so she ended up getting checked into the hospital with nausea and vomiting, not because of the flu, because of malnutrition. Hmm. And now she's gotten to the point where she's just not eating anything, not drinking anything. She's hallucinating. She's likely passing away soon. And that's typically what the end of life process is. Or you fall, you break your hip, and you develop pneumonia. Two weeks later, you've passed away, right? So don't let fear dictate what your long-term care decisions are, your healthcare decisions, but also take a realistic look. What is the likelihood of this happening? And if it does, how do I fund it? How am I going to be structuring this? And how do I not make sure I don't bankrupt a spouse? Because that's one of the big risks here. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I think that's the reason why it's more important than ever to make sure that you and your family have access to a fiduciary financial planning team who can take a, a, a broad look at all of these topics. So our holistic process at SoundPath takes a look at your entire financial picture. We break it down. We put it on an easy-to-understand one-page financial review, and we confirm that you have enough to last the rest of your life. And as we say every week, also have a lot of fun, right? And we're going to look at things 
like, you know, healthcare, long-term care, insurance. We, we, you know, we're not just doing the ones and zeros of, of what's in your bank account. We look at a holistic picture. So as a thank you for listening to the show, we're going to perform a complimentary financial review uh, for your portfolio to see if you might need a little more comprehensive plan. Uh, so we always leave 10 spots open every week for our listeners. If you're one of those, I don't know how many have been filled already, but give us a call and we'll sit down. We want to know what your main concerns and worries are uh, regarding your financial uh, plan. So whether that's outliving your money, deciding which social security strategies to, to, to choose, uh, recognizing the amount of fees you're paying, trying to be more tax efficient, analyzing whether or not long-term care, like Ben was just talking about, uh, you know, works for you. Um, we're going to do this and we collaborate together. We put our best ideas forward and we give you this plan. There's no gimmicks. Uh, if you call and you come and see us, we're also going to give you a copy of Ben Koval's book, The Little Book of Big Answers for Retirement Planning Success. So give us a call. Get on the schedule. We look forward to talking to you. All right, Matt, great advice. 877-249-6900. 877-249-6900. First step, sit down with a financial coach. Something we've been talking about resonates with you and you feel the need to get that second opinion. I want to make sure your plan is really aligned with your goals and that very important risk tolerance we talk about. They're standing by at SoundPath Retirement Strategies. If you uh, have to leave a voicemail, go ahead and do that. They'll get back with you first thing on Monday morning. 877-249-6900. 877-249-6900. Because you deserve a more confident plan for retirement. It all starts by picking up that phone. Nothing changes until you do that. One more time before we take a break. 877-249-6900. Get a hold of Ben and Matt at SoundPath Retirement Strategies. All right, gentlemen, we're going to take a short break. Be back with more of SoundPath to Retirement in just a moment. What's coming up next? Uh, it's our favorite time of the show. Q&A with our listeners. Welcome back to the show. This is Sound Path to Retirement. I'm consumer advocate Gary Nolan. With me, like they are every week at this time, Ben Colwell, Matt Lieberger. They are with Sound Path Retirement Strategies. And just hanging around on a Sunday morning. We had nothing to do but do a great radio show for you. That's what we're doing. 97.3 Cairo News Radio. I'd like to thank you for joining us. We're talking about things that are on retirees and pre-retirees' minds, like retirement income strategies, wealth accumulation, asset protection, life insurance, and so much more. A little bit about Ben and Matt. They're fiduciaries, which means by law, they have to have the best interest of their clients, and they have over 10 years' experience. So this is part of the show where you guys, listeners, you get to chime in and uh, send us our, your questions. All right. Dan in Redmond, how do I pick an advisor, and how should a financial advisor be paid? Well, obviously, pick you guys. That's without saying, but uh, uh, shine the light on a little well, bit obviously. more. Yeah, obviously. Easy answer. Yeah, let us know about Let's uh, go to the next one. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, Dan's question is answered. Uh, <laughs> okay. And obviously, between the two of us, they, they pick the better looking one, which would be me. Yes, of oh, course. So, absolutely. But how yeah, should you Dan, guys? That, that's a do you guys get paid at all? Yeah. Is that something you do? I guess yeah, so. Yeah. We, we do. We, we don't volunteer our work completely. It's not <laughs> necessarily our ministry. Uh, but, Dan, this is a great question. And picking a financial advisor is is arguably the most important thing when you begin your financial planning uh, for retirement because it, it starts with having the right advice to shed light in areas that are the shadows. The shadows scare people. They just don't know. So a, a few things to think about. One 
is we always, I would suggest, if you never come and see us, I would still give the suggestion. There's a simple checklist that I, I like to offer people to go down when picking an advisor. And it has to do with getting a fiduciary, someone who looks out for your best interest, legally, legally. Uh, one is look how the company's registered. And this is something a lot of people don't think about, but if they are a registered uh, investment advisory firm, an RIA, that's a fiduciary firm, look at uh, whether or not they're independent or not of their advice. In other words, uh, find somebody who doesn't have a, 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 you know, a pony in the race. Find somebody who can sell anything. They are independent advisors. And number three, make sure the person you're speaking with has a Series 65 fiduciary uh, license. That, that is the license for a fiduciary. Uh, after that, look at how the person is paid. You've asked this question, Dan. Many people will charge a percentage fee. So think of this. You have a million dollars, and they charge you 1% to, to handle your money. Your neighbor has $10,000, and they go to the same person, and they charge them what? You know, a little, Maybe a little more than 1% because they have less. But regardless, you're paying a lot more simply because you have more money. Find somebody who's going to charge by the hour or by the project, very straightforward, and please run away from those uh, those percentage people. Uh, in my opinion, it's just unethical. So there's a few, uh, and then of course, like Gary said at the beginning, just just give us a call, Dan. We'll yeah. we'll, we'll sit yeah. down with you. Absolutely. Yeah, there, there's a there's a line that you typically want to cross here. So if you have you know yes. eighty thousand dollars to your name, then you are the person who is going to be subsidized. So go to a percent management guy and you'll be better or, served. Or, or yeah, robo investing, right? Yeah, robo investing, something yeah. that's going to be low fees in general. If you have you know four hundred thousand dollars or more, then you're probably paying too much on a percent management guy. Yeah. And so go to an hourly rate advisor. And so that's how you can minimize overall fees. But here's here's my biggest thing. I know I talked about this on the show, but it's one of my biggest pet peeves. Is you know there's a there's a commercial out there. I'm sure everybody's seen. It. Every time I say this, people know exactly who I'm talking about. <laughs> but I'm not going to blast them over the air. But there's this guy in a well and well manicured suit sitting behind a desk, and he's looking at the camera. And he's got a, a pen up and he's saying, you know, we are true fiduciaries to our clients because we don't make more money unless our clients make more money, implying that they're a percent management guy. And the only way they're going to get a pay raise is if the market goes up. Now, here's the thing that drives me crazy about that is our job as financial advisors is not to make the market go up. You know what? It's not even within our power. I can't make the market go up. And so why in the world should I get a pay raise simply because the market did something I can't control anyway? That makes zero sense. Yeah. And so you should just pay somebody for the amount of work they do, simply put. And I'm a firm believer that in the next 10, 15 years, anybody who claims to be a fiduciary will have to be hourly rate or project based. And that's going to be the you know the best standard coming moving forward. Mm -hmm. Is that company blank financial? Is that what it is? Something else that ends like that financial. <laughs> they may or may not be fleeing the state because of the capital gains yes. law that passed recently. <laughs> but all right, let's get to our next question. Kirk in Kirkland. What? So does he own the whole town? <laughs> I, I mean, where else is going to live? It's, you know, I am the. It's, Kirk, live, it's yeah. Kirk's land. Yeah, yeah, I am the ruler of Kirkland. Anyway, seriously, Kirk, thank you so much for your question. I'm almost forty, and between my wife and I, we have about three hundred thousand in different retirement accounts. Our combined income is one hundred sixty thousand. Now we save twenty percent a year currently. Good job. Now retirement is something I've always been anxious about because I grew up with a lot of people and older relatives in their late 60s who've never been able to retire get stuck working in menial jobs to afford groceries. My goal is to be able to walk away from work at 62 if I want. So Kirk has a plan, a goal in mind, not a plan, a goal in mind. Let's put it that way, guys. 
Yeah, and that's a fantastic goal and it's a very achievable goal. So if you're at 160 and you're saving 20%, so you're putting $32,000 away into retirement every year, compounding effect of that, it's like the rule of seven. Every seven years, the market doubles roughly as long as we're not going through market cycles and, and flattenings. And so by the time you hit 60, you likely are going to have an income stream that's going to be matching what your salary is. And so keep that up, you know, keep saving. Here's the one thing to keep in mind, though, is that you don't want to have all of your eggs in one tax back tax bucket. So if you're putting that 20% all into 401ks, what you're creating for yourself is a retirement. Absolutely. But a tax disadvantaged retirement, you're going to be paying a lot more in taxes than you probably should otherwise. So take a look at Roth especially with your employer. So if you're one of the major employers in the area, you're going to have 401k Roth options, not just 401k IRA options. So take a look at how you can uh, contribute into a Roth for some of that funds, uh, because that way it's all going to compound and grow tax-free. By the time you get retired, then it's all going to be tax-free to you, tax-free to beneficiaries. So that would be my one advice here is uh, make sure you do it. And one other side note is at the end of 2022, they ended up passing legislation where previously, when you put money into a Roth 401k, the match from the employer was always IRA. And so they never would match Roth. They never were allowed to. Now you can actually have the employer match on a Roth basis. You just have to pay the taxes on their contribution in the year that they end up matching it. So, uh, you know, play the tax game. Does it make sense for you guys to pay the taxes now and have it be compounding and growing tax-free for you when you get your retirement? With a 20-year time horizon, I would argue, yeah, that it would make sense for at least a good portion of it. All right, Kirk and Dan, thank you so much for your questions. I want to give you guys a phone number and everybody else who's listening right now. 877-249-6900, 877-249-6900, because you deserve a more confident plan for retirement. All starts when you pick up the phone and talk to Ben and Matt, his team, at SoundPath Retirement Strategies. All right, time for one more question. Meredith in Mount Lake Terrace. I honestly have no idea. What did that? What the heck? I'm sorry, Meredith. No idea if I'm saving enough money, uh, not enough or too much. Now I don't include inheritance in my planning because I view that as someone else's money that they have, and they might spend it down completely. I would rather be surprised and grateful than plan on something I don't receive. Now, part of what added to the confusion in my case, the old adage: you should budget eighty percent of your pre-retirement strategy uh, salary in retirement. That seems high to me. Am I going about this the right way? And can you help me sort this out? Big, long question. Meredith, what do we have for her? Yeah, Meredith, I'll try not to buzz you like Gary <laughs> did. So, uh, and, and where was this from? Mount Vernon? We'll, yes. we'll, we'll, we'll try to stay true. Oh, oh, Mount, Mount, Mount Lake Terrace. Terrace. Yeah. Okay. Mount Lake Terrace. All right. Yep. Mer Meredith, you're asking some great questions. Uh, one, uh, let me, I heard a few in here. So one, you know, you're asking about including inheritance in your, into your retirement plan, and you haven't done that. And I applaud you for that because let's face it, you have no idea when or if that inheritance will actually come. So use that as a hedge against long-term inflation. If that comes one day, it's just a bonus. So good job on that. The, the rest of your question is kind of something, Meredith, I'd have to sit down with you and, and take a good look. You know, you started off saying you, you know, you have no idea whether you're saving what, you know, enough or not enough or too much. And to be honest, I, I don't know the answer to that either until I sit down and see what you have. So one thing we do in planning is we're, we're going to look at where you're currently at with your assets and, and your savings. And then if you tell me that, uh, you know, I'm going to, you know, I, I need to know whether I'm saving too much every month or not enough to get to my goal. Well, once we know where you're at, 
that we can start playing with some numbers to figure out some variables to figure out how much more do you need to save. So if you tell me you're going to work for 10 more years, then we can do the math. And if we know how much you want to live on, we can say, okay, then you have to save this much in those in, in the next 10 years. If you say, here's how much I can save, period, how long do I have to work? How many more years? Well, then we can say, okay, well, based on the math, you have to work eight more years or 12 more years. So we can play with those variables. It's not really about having an 80% of pre-retirement salary right in your planning. It's about what works for you. Yeah, there's a lot of people that still have that 80% budget, and that works great. You know, it's like we're talking about when you're 20, 30s, and 40s, and you're mm -hmm. doing money into a target date fund. That's fine. It's a nice general rule. You know, right? if, if you're trying to get to 80%, it's a general rule, and that that's fine. The thing is that income in retirement is so unique to each individual, and it also is related to where you're going to be. So if you're going to be staying in Mount Lake Terrace, maybe 80% is a reasonable expectation. You know, your mm -hmm. budget does change at retirement. The things that you typically do are things that usually aren't as expensive. Listen, this is why we're very passionate, both Ben and myself here at SoundPath, in our belief that you know, you deserve a secure, independent retirement. And one that answers questions like what Dan, Kirk, Meredith, you know, have asked. Um, that's why we're keeping a few open openings on our calendar. We do it every week for listeners of our show that we will sit down. You'll get a no cost, no obligation uh, look, a, a clear look into what you currently have and what you're hoping to uh, to get and where you're hoping to go. So uh, this consultation will help you determine how prepared your portfolio is to handle dangers like inflation, right? Like we're seeing now, uh, stock market volatility, taxation. The, the, the point is you've worked hard for your money and we are gonna work just as hard to help you protect and grow it. Now, keep in mind, our strategies are often used by folks with over a million dollars saved for retirement, but we never turn anyone away. If you're listening to the show and you wanna sit down and you're serious about taking a look, give us a call um, and, and we'll sit down. Uh, for those who do call in, we're gonna give you a copy of Ben Koval's book, uh, The Little Book of Big Answers for retirement planning success, uh, no charge to you. It gives you a good insight into our philosophy here and, and the way we think. So give us a call. We look forward to talking with you. All right, Matt, great advice again. 877-249-6900, 877-249-6900. Our goal to show it, help you make the best decision. Any questions about what we've been talking about or how it may apply to your own situation, just get a hold of Ben and Matt. They're standing by at SoundPath Retirement Strategies, 877-249-6900, because you deserve a more confident plan for retirement. Nothing changes until you pick up the phone at Sunday morning, hanging around the house, having coffee, whatever you're doing. Take a moment, punch those numbers into your phone, 877-249-6900. Well, the show has flown right on by. I'd like to thank everybody for listening. We hope you found the information we presented helpful and look forward to all of you being back next week. We'll have new topics, new questions right here on SoundPath Retirement. Guys, thank you so much. I enjoyed it. What do you say we go for coffee? Okay, you ready to go? <laughs> Sounds good. Let's do it. Thanks, Greg. All content is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to provide any tax or legal advice or provide the basis for any financial decisions, nor is it intended to be a projection of current or future performance or indication or future results. Opinions expressed are solely those of SoundPath Retirement Strategies and staff. The information discussed has been derived from sources believed to be reliable, but is not guaranteed as to accuracy and completeness and does not purport to be a complete analysis of the materials discussed. The information contained herein should in no way be construed or interpreted as a solicitation to sell or offer to sell advisory services to any residents of the state other than the state of Washington or where otherwise legally permitted. Topics should be discussed with your individual advisor prior to implementation. Purchases are subject to suitability. This requires 
the review of an investor's objective, risk tolerance, and time horizons. Investing always involves risk and the possible loss of capital. SoundPath Retirement Strategies is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. Advisory services offered through SoundPath Retirement Strategies, an investment advisor in the state of Washington.